over 1992. Yeah. You do? <laughs> yep. Two years before you were born? Yes. <laughs> it's a good year. Yeah. Um, that's the year Alien 3 or Alien Cubed came out. What? How are we referring <laughs> to it? Hypercubed. Hypercube. Remember Hypercube? <laughs> yes. That's not the movie we're talking about. Alien Cubed. It is like <laughs> cubed. Well, yeah, it why is it up there? You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like, a design thing. Yeah, but, yeah, but like when I you think look it, it up, Alien on, 3. I know it is Alien 3, <laughs> but like when you look it up on stuff, it's it's like a, it's, it's cubed. Little. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a little three. I feel like there's a lot of this stupid design choices that like it doesn't mean the thing that it should mean based on the design, but yeah. like, they're just like trying to do a thing. Not like in this specifically, but just in like things yeah, yeah, in, in general. In, like, titles and Yeah, totally. This one was in my opinion, not stupid. What do you think? Dude, I liked it. This one was crazy. It was the music was crazy. at the opening. Oh, oh my God. A 20th yeah. Century Fox. Yeah, the like production title comes on and it's then like the last, like in the last couple notes, it's just like extended orchestral sounds that make it very unsettling. Yeah. It was good. It was good. I liked it a lot. Could, could we use that as our intro noise for this episode? Or would we get copywritten for that? I mean, if we're getting copywritten for anything, like all like most yeah, of our episodes. Everything's fair game, I guess. It's also all fair use, right? Is it? Because we have some kind of commentary on it? I don't know. I mean, possibly. I'm not up on the law. If you're a lawyer... Bloodsistersmedia.gmail.com <laughs> Get in contact with us What right. happened in this movie? Yeah Okay, so it picks up right after the last one Just right. like yeah. they all have been doing Yeah, there um, were like flashes, right? Of what had been happening in between Yeah, mm -hmm. so essentially there's They're on the EEVA thing, whatever mm -hmm. And the there's like an electrical fire that happens Because probably the alien being stowed and it's getting into the wiring. Right. Which right. is ca which causes a fire and then I think the sprinkler system to go as well. But anyway, mm -hmm. it's just like the alien's wreaking havoc and wreck and shop. And apparently during that time, we'll learn later in the movie that it must have like impregnated oh, Sigourney Weaver. Ripley. Ripley. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, things that we'll find out later in this movie... Hey, hi. How you doing? We're going to spoil this movie. Yeah, that's what we're here for. So if you haven't seen it, I would I would honestly just recommend go, going and seeing it. Yeah, it's, turn this podcast off. All, all three of these first three Alien movies are available on HBO if you have that. Mm -hmm. um, so, well, anyway, they are as of when we're recording this. That's true. Um, so you should just watch it because we're going to describe it. We're gonna Probably not great. No. But no. we'll see. We'll no. see how it goes. Joel's... <laughs> Joel's doing a good job so far. Joel's anyway, doing better so than we did. <laughs> this ship crash lands into this planet and like they're on the far end of this planet and it's this thing called Fury 161 mm -hmm. and it's essentially like a prison. Mm. But the like facility is sort of like past like the company being interested in it and like the prisoners like took kind of uh, care of it. Mm -hmm. They said they wanted to stay out there at, like because it was just going to, I guess, get shut down. I see. And so now it's sort of like a prison, but it's also a subculture of these men yeah. who have become kind of like spiritually like Yeah, they refer to them to as like Y-chromos. Yeah. Yeah, double Y-chromos. And there's a character that essentially like serves as like a priest type character throughout mm -hmm. the whole right. thing who kind of like leads the men Is like in their there. leader, yeah. And, like, it's just sort of, like, a mixed philosophy of various things. Right. And they're trying to stay pure. And a lot of the movie, like, ends up being this whole thing about just, like, a woman coming into this 
territory. Yeah, they have a real big problem with women. And just the fact that, like, now we're being tempted and, like, it's all, the Mm. blame is all put on Mm -hmm. uh, Ripley. Basically, Ripley (laughs) fell into an incel colony. (laughs) She did. And now she has to just navigate that the aftermath of that. Yeah, exactly. Um, So anyway, Ripley, like, right away is just trying to Whatever. So she, the crash happens. They find Ripley. The 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 rest of the bodies are dead, like for various reasons. Um, and Ripley, just from like the get, is essentially trying to find out where she is, find out what happened. She wants to go back to the ship immediately. Mm-hmm. And her main concern is just like, okay, we crashed. Like, is the alien still with us? Essentially, yeah, right. And so it's like they go get the girl. She's with this like doctor, one of the only few like personnel on the whole mm-hmm. prison. So it's like the the prisoners, mm-hmm. which is like what would you say like f- forty men? They say twenty five at one point. Oh, yeah, okay. um, but yeah, it seemed like probably like between there. Um, yeah, but then there's like the couple of company men and the doctor and that's pretty much it right um in terms of any personnel so anyway right she's always being escorted that's another big thing in this movie is like she has to be escorted everywhere because otherwise who knows what will like, happen to yeah. her i mean and i mean that proves you know that that proves <laughs> to, to be, be a thing but the that's not really that she, her fault yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah there is a, a a scene where she does get uh, nearly attacked. Well, she does get attacked. Yeah. Um, nearly stabbed, though. Nearly stabbed, yeah. So they get Newt's body. They bring she. They bring it back. Uh, mm-hmm. And she, she first is just asking to see it, but then, like, they can tell that she's just, like, examining it and they're like, okay, what's up? Kind of, like, mm-hmm. from the doctor. And then she's like, we got to do an autopsy. They do an autopsy. Mm-hmm. Um... They just don't so she can it. make sure that there's no alien. Just to have a peace of mind. Just yeah. a little peace of mind. But by yeah. this time, the doctor's like put two and two together that like something's up, something more severe mm-hmm. has gone on Yeah, so on he's here. sort of like begrudgingly following her. Her advice. Yeah. But only because he doesn't know anybody. So they like cremate the bodies. That's like a whole thing. The priest like. That was pretty interesting. Has like a that little was. Uh, prayer for mm-hmm. the dead one. Kind of like every seed. You know, can turn into a, a flower that's beautiful. I don't know. What yeah, the fuck is I don't remember what the prayer was, but like, <laughs> yeah, it was interesting how they just sort of like drop them out of the ship over a star. Yeah, it was beautiful. Honestly, if I don't get cremated Honestly, that way, that's how I want to go. That's what I want my done with my body. Yeah, no, that actually seems fine by me. Wait, that's what happened. Yeah. I thought so, yeah. I thought yeah. it was like some incinerator or something. No, they were like dropping for a long time. Oh. oh. Um, like they get like really small. Okay. Small. Damn, dude. Small. Um, so it seemed like that's what they were doing, like opening a hatch and dropping them. Dropping them out. Damn. I miss that. Um Maybe I'm maybe I So we by this time we've already seen that like there's a little alien dude or that like came off the ship like little face hugger little face hugger right away and then when we have a scene later with like a dog this is sort of like a cutaway little thing and it's like clear that he's sick and like Mm. there's a creature um, growing inside of it I do have a quote from like but I think the scene before that with the dog where the dog's all like fucked up and the one dude like finds him yeah and he just says what kind of animal would do this to a dog yeah 
And I just, I think that he's speaking for yeah. everybody, honestly. Yeah. Because the whole time we were just like, dogs are too yeah. pure. You better like, fucking not. But we could all see that they were going to. Yeah. So it was just like, fuck. But that's no, but- like, that's one of those examples of like, it feels like a very much like influenced by the thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just like sure. going there with the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that, uh, Different things happen. Ripley uh, ends up sleeping with his doctor. They've been building some chemistry because he's basically the only kind of like intelligent person who's willing to talk to her. Right. Yeah. Um, and like actually go back and forth with her. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a barcode. He's not explaining what that is. She later finds out that he's like basically like went to jail for malpractice and he like mm-hmm. prescribed a wrong thing. And it was sort of like, well, yes, he had gone to prison, it was the circumstances were like, yeah, I don't know, a, a little less sinister, a little more of an accident than uh, him just being a maniac. Yeah. Like the rest yeah. of the people that they make a point of saying how all these people are like, like horrible like murderers. They were and- trying to put some doubt in your mind about him though. Like with him telling the story, like immediately after that, he's trying to like give her this like cocktail that he's made through a needle. Yeah. And he's like, tells her this story and then he's like, do you still trust me with a needle? And I feel like it's a test. Yeah. I thought it was more, well, possibly. I sort of read that as like maybe a not so effective like little trying to be charming moment Mm. and like her like readily like having her arm out. Mm. She was like playing along with it in Mm. no way. I don't know. I did feel like she was playing along but it just felt less like a little like he was trying to play it playful but there was like a sinister undertone to it to oh. me i don't think that ever like comes through that it was like a sinister thing though because he does shoot her up and then um like shit, shit goes shit. crazy and, and then he immediately fine. dies he does yeah, yeah that's true i was not expecting that no me, me and either. they never address it again <laughs> but uh, that's not really except a for life lesson for you death just comes at you fast like, right like, yeah. oh, are you thinking about what's his face? Yeah. Anyway, so basically the the dog splodges, the alien comes out. It's a new version that we haven't quite seen because it just sort of like is more or less ready to go. It's already a little creature. Yeah. It's not the super tiny one. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into a big creature like soon enough. Yeah. Anyway, it's basically from here on out, Ripley in some way or another is trying to warn this group of people and the prisoners about the alien danger and circumstance after circumstance, they don't listen to her and the alien keeps getting people here and there. Yeah. Uh, they will like go over to where that happened. Um, and eventually, like, yeah, once that stuff pops off and, like, the doctor's dead and she runs over and then the one other authority guy dies and so there's only, like, the 85 guy or whatever. Oh, right, right, right. Um, oh, yeah. Left and the prisoners, it's, like, and the priest, I guess, is the only other, like, kind of authority because, like, the mm. prisoners will listen to the priest. mm but then she has to kind of like give a big rah-rah speech convincing them. The priest kind of does the same thing. And with that, like they go off and are trying to like trap the alien with this very specific plan. Right. Of like these corridors. But it just keeps getting like fucked up because the prisoners will like get confused or like. Lost. And lost. And mm-hmm. like. Um, so nothing's happening in the order that it's supposed to. And then. Um, but eventually they get like the alien trapped. But the priest is stuck where like 
like the alien would just climb up. So like someone kind of needs to stay down with it a little bit. Mm -hmm. They end up pouring molten lava or like molten lead, lead, lead or whatever all over yeah. um, them. The alien oh, yeah, rest still survives. Uh, yeah, the alien's fine. Um, jumps out and then they hit it with like the sprinklers and it explodes, I guess, because of the chemical reaction. Yeah, I was saying like we'd seen like a point earlier in the movie where like um, there was like some fire around a bunch of metal and then the sprinklers come on and like something pops mm. like open, like a bucket, like just like breaks open. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know enough about metal to know if that is how it works. Yeah, me neither. And this whole movie, the we've heard that like the overall company, whatever, mm-hmm. knows that Ripley is there, and they're very like keen to like go and get her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we also know that like at a certain point that they must have all of the records because Ripley. Um, at one point co- goes back into the ship, mm. takes Bishop, uh, fixes him up, and reconnects him for a short period of time. Dude, that and was such an interesting scene. That was interesting. Like the makeup in that scene was, or like the effects. Animatronics or the whatever. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it was. It looked like they just, oh, I thought it was going to be one of those situations where it's like a model for a little bit and then just like cut to the actor with like some prosthetics or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But then it looked like it was just the animatronic the whole time. Or could have been with it, just his voice. It looked really good. I couldn't tell. For like, oh for, wait, for, are we talking about Bishop? Bishop? Yeah. yeah, Um, yeah, it was kind of hard to tell. There were certain points where it was just like, wait, is there just an actor under there? Yeah, I, I yeah. Um. Anyway, when she reconnects him, they learn that like the all the information from that ship would have been sent to the company already. So like they right. knew that. Ripley was infected, and so mm. now she's, like, a high priority to, like, retrieve. Yeah. Because they want to study the alien. Right. Um. So. But it'll literally wipe out the Earth. So after the whole, the alien explodes, the company, like, kind of lands and gets there and is, like, trying to trick Ripley into coming with them by saying, like, oh, no, we want to kill it, and, like, we just need to do an operation yeah, they to get send it out of you. another, like, bishop android well they say and trying to say that he's a like the original i was gonna say i was gonna ask if oh, you guys thought right. that Designer. that was real or if he was still an android i didn't he says, buy it too he says he's know. like the designer of the android yes i was just like when was it designed and how many years has it been since and i was just like i don't think this adds up like, i don't think so either yeah, yeah that's I, what i was thinking it was about like, the time period yeah no i wasn't buying it either yeah did they think she would maybe she is... I mean, they were trying. She she is whamming. She must She's be whamming. That's <laughs> true. She doesn't have the brain power of a man. Yeah. Okay. But I Ripley see. basically is just like, the, fuck that. The baddest bitch. Yeah, she jumps really into is. the... Uh, Ooh, there's a part... Uh, oh, never mind. Sorry, keep going. She jumps into the... Uh, fuck. The lead? The lead. Yeah, she mm-hmm. jumps into the lead and then... Um, Oh, the this scene was so good. The creature bursts out of her chest, and then she like holds on to it to make sure that like it goes down with her. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. She dies. Rip Ripley. Rip. Rip Rip Ripley. Fucking. That's Ripley. the end. Damn. Did you mention that this movie is directed by David Fincher? I didn't, and I have some like little 
tidbits, I guess, on yeah. that. Not that it's like, I mean, it's well known for anyone who like knows alien sure. stuff, but like for us who like were just Wasn't getting into like this. deep diving. Um, yeah. So this is like kind of a film that like notoriously like David Fincher hates. Oh, um, interesting. Um, and part of that is just that he was 27 when he directed it mm-hmm. and it was his first feature and it was just a situation of like the studio and producers and different people and the writer and different people like kind of pulling on him in different ways mm-hmm. and he's trying to direct the thing, you know, the way that he wants to but it's like trying to please so many masters yeah. and He's, like, gone on record as saying, like, he hates the film. And also, like, there was a certain point where, like, the studio in the release of it, like, took it away from him mm. and then, like, recut it. And, like, the theatrical version is not what Not, he like, wanted. his version. Huh. Um, and there is a director's cut of it. Okay. Um, and I would be interesting to, interested to see those side by side to, like... He was also, like, quoted okay. as saying something like he'd rather get colon cancer than, like make another movie basically holy shit so he like went back to like music video directing for a little bit and like the next thing he directs is um seven shit damn seven's fucking bold dog if you also like see i don't know like there's like a piece of him talking on like a commentary for a movie and like he's just sort of talking about the fact that like and it seems like it's sort of like related to Alien in this way where it's just like at the end of the day you're going to kind of get blamed or saddled with like any aspect of the movie regardless if you had any control over it or not Mm -hmm. so you might as well like do exactly what you want to do and that sort of like kind of in a way led him down this path of just like in his movies getting just more and more exacting Exa- as a director. Yeah. Just as precisely he what along. he wants like, them to be. So that like at the end of the day, whether or not like that makes people a lot like of sense. them or don't, you yeah. know, like it's like him. Yeah. No, that totally makes a lot of sense. I feel like that's not, that's probably one of the like higher profile instances, but I feel like I've heard some version of that from, like, various directors before who've, like, done some, like, studio thing and then, like, not been happy with the experience of just, like, having to please too many people in different directions and people wanting, like, opposite things Mm. and just, like, not being able to make the movie that you really want to make. Yeah. And he's not, like, in a bargaining position at that point. Yeah. So it's just, like... Yeah, no one, no one wanted to listen. Was that the end of the movie? Ripley like jumping in yeah. there yeah. and dying, and then roll credits. Basically, Kinda. damn. Um, I have a little fun fact. Yeah, yeah. I knew what that uh, fun fact. Okay, so um, the actor who played lead alien in this, okay. um, his name is Tom Woodruff Jr. Mm-hmm. He also played lead primate in Evolution. Oh, and oh, cool. um, a gorilla in Beyond Belief. Fact or fiction? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. And then here's another one. This is more so just for Joel. He played in Equisapien and Sorry to Bother You. Oh, shit. <laughs> I still yeah. need he to He has like, a lot of really um, interesting credits. Those were just some um, ones that I knew you guys would appreciate that's too. Fun. That, yeah. that seems like that's such a cool. fun career path. Yeah. There's, right? uh, there was like I one thing I noticed on his IMDb. It was like in 1999, he was only in two movies and or like two pieces of media as an yeah. actor and both times played a gorilla. Oh, huh. 
interesting. I want to be a creature actor. Yeah. Oh, yeah? I <laughs> do. Fun. I do. I want to do... I think that that would be like that... I you should probably start getting into creature costumes, right? Just get yeah. into it. Just go balls to the wall. Go balls to the wall. Yeah, I think that'd be super fun. Because, yeah, like if it's a, t- it's a totally different... It's, it's all physical acting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which... I think is fun. I enjoy the physicalities of acting. Mm-hmm. And there's like the Hobbit behind the scenes. There's like the, and I'm sure like it existed for like the Lord of the Rings behind the scenes too. Mm-hmm. I'm just like not remembering, but just like the people who do like the physical training for the actors who like teach them how to like run like a dwarf or like yeah. move oh, yeah. like an orc or yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I know the exact guy you're talking about too from like all the Lord of the Rings stuff. And he can like do all the different like movements. Yeah. I think he was like played opposite like um, Andy Serkis in like one of the newer like Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah. Just because like who else has like that physicality to like. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I just, I think that that's just such an interesting and like, like kind of like slept on like act like I feel like actors that do like creatures commonly like they're in so many things like what's the dude's name that's in like Pan's Labyrinth that's in like everything right. oh yeah I don't ever know his name but, but yeah but like he's in so many things as so many like iconic creatures but like nobody knows who that is but he yeah. can still because walk down the street and probably only get recognized every once in a while yeah just but, by like film buffs and, yeah, yeah. like just, people who really know He's so transformative with all of his roles. But it's not, yeah. It's not like walking down the street as like Angelina Jolie yeah. or something where like you can't go unrecognized. Yeah. And I, I think that, that that's fun. It's also just interesting. Like it's such a different way to approach a role. It's like while physicality is part of any role, I'm sure to some extent, like right. you're just not because like that is your main voice in, mm-hmm. in in a way. Right. You don't have dialogue. It's like it's your main contribution. Yeah. You're thinking about it like I'm sure on like just a different level. Yeah. And then on top of that there's like a technical part of it which is just like can I achieve these movements that I need to achieve right. and, like the 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 physical demands of it. Mhm. Depending on what the creature is. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, are you in an uncomfortable position because of like how the costume is? Well, then you have to like adjust for that as well. Yeah, there was a lot of like trivia stuff I read from. It might have been just the first one or might have been like um, more of them, but just about like, yeah, like the costume being like so just so much like there being one instance of like the tail breaking off completely just because it's like so much to contend with yeah like you can't even like really sit down comfortably in it that makes sense yeah um damn i love the aesthetic of this movie yeah of course you do it's very steampunk but like subtly steampunk yeah yeah and it's spacey and spacey dystopian gritty grimy yeah it had a lot of like weird like upshot angles, which made it feel very like Terry Gilliam. I was gonna say it reminded me of Twelve Monkeys. Yeah, yeah. It really did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I one hundred percent agree. I think that contributes to that steampunky kind of feel because that's sort of his style in a way is like this like grimy like dystopian future circus. Yeah. Also, mostly everyone's British. Maybe that's another aspect where that mm, feels probably. like Terry Gilliam. Yeah. Or that could English. Be. Yeah, I should say the accents were pretty interesting in this too because there were it, it, there were like English accents, but 
there were definitely like certain people with certain phrases, like kind of doing a thing that was clearly supposed yeah, to be like something else, like not anything we know in our world. It's just like created from like probably like just these people living together, just like generations yeah, living a particular way in a particular place. It's also supposed to be how far into the future. So like, oh, right, 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 right. You know, language evolves over time. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I feel like the set design was really good in this one. Yeah. There's a lot of good, a lot of good stuff. The VFX, I would say like, there were like VFX in this that I yeah. don't feel like they hold up. Yeah. But I also kind of feel like you can't really hold it against it too much because it's like 1992. They were taking bigger swings, yeah. I feel like, with stuff, like so having it like, on the ceiling and doing mm-hmm. all this. And they weren't having that happen in shadow, which I think is what sort of made the uh, like other two effective where like mm-hmm. this one, like I feel like the deepest shadows were still sort of like a brown tone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in like the other two, they mm. actually had like black shadows. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, no, that, yeah. that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, there was like, yeah, you could see a lot more but it was almost like a detriment when it was like visual effect things yeah Yeah. because you just kind of saw how it was like cut out a little bit Mm -hmm. yeah but like i said before like kind of like don't hold it against it too much because they are taking big swings they are like doing yeah like they're appreciated when they like do it for the story yeah exactly like it's annoying when something has like bad visual effects and it's like what was even the point like why did you do that yeah yeah it wasn't something that needed to be cg but this is just kind of like it made spacey stuff and like aliens that don't exist like that potentially like yeah yeah it's nice to come across like a you know like classic horror franchise that I actually enjoy watching mm-hmm. um, because I feel like so many of like the cult classic horror icons yeah. from like the 70s and 80s and stuff, mm-hmm. I just don't vibe with. Yeah, and you kind of don't want it to feel like this thing where you don't appreciate past movies. So yeah. you want to find things to hold on to that you're like, no, there were good things. Like there were good things, but like You'd... slasher movies just don't do it for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's like, it's so just much. taste. Yeah, that yeah. you have. It, like... Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's like, I mean, we said before, like, it's like a different genre entirely. Yeah. It's like a like a sci-fi thriller a lot of times. Yeah. Um, with an alien that viciously murders people. And has acid for blood. And has acid for blood. Casual. Normal. I like how in both the sequels so far, like, that has been a point of, like, the summary. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, so there's a creature. It's got acid for blood. Uh-huh. That's, like, one of the things that, yeah. like, makes it sound, like, outlandish where they don't want to believe her. Right. right. It's, like, acid it's like, for okay, blood, acid huh? for blood. Uh-huh, and- check. Okay, and, <laughs> and are you finished, you hysterical woman? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, It's so crazy to think about, like, I was just thinking about, like, the 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 classic fun fact of like the first alien mm-hmm. um, with like the chest burst yeah, scene. And, like not everybody knowing that it was going to happen yeah, that way. And like having now actually seen the movie and seeing like the reaction and like being like, all right, like that was worth, that was worth that whole like secret. I, I feel actually like- read one. Ver- oh, go ahead. 
I I just I was I feel like a lot of directors take those things way too far sometimes. Well, I was gonna say I read one thing and I don't know how true it is because I found it on IMDb and who knows. Okay. Um, but it was that like one of the actors after that was like in shock and like went home and locked themselves in a room and didn't speak to their wife for like quite a few hours. Oh God. After that, so. I think it's debatable if it's worth it. Damn. Like, you'd traumatize somebody, potentially. Um, Yeah. damn. I feel like... But also, everybody kind of reacts to things differently, and I guess when you're going into, like, acting in a sci-fi horror, you got to kind of know that you're going to experience some fucked up shit. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's a trade-off. Yeah. Oh, one thing that was interesting, like, about this movie was just in terms of comparison to the others and having different kind of stakes mm-hmm. was that they didn't have weapons, which was such a oh, big yeah. component of the last oh, two, right. especially the second one. Yeah, That's like with a the military, major yeah. facet. Right. That one was so... Gun <laughs> It's almost space. like the feedback from that was like, it was so much gun violence and... <laughs> mm. And they're like, all now right, heard. They're, they're like, like, okay, what, what if we just made a real rapey movie? Ooh, <laughs> yeah. They're like, no guns though. <laughs> Um, like, so okay. only PG thirteen? <laughs> Is yeah. that? I don't know what's, no, I what what it's know. actually rated. It's probably are. I did there read are that like exploding and like a dog exploding. And yeah, I did read that. I think it was the first one was like near an X rating with the amount of like violence it initially had, but then a lot of it get got cut out for the theatrical version. Oh, okay. Um, to secure that R rating. Yeah. Oh, this one has that classic uh, d- alien you- frame as well with like the, oh, yeah. the close up mm-hmm. of the faces that the dogs recreated in that one meme. Yeah, I feel like there's like uh, like a classic thing that I can think of in all three of them. Like yeah. in the first one, one for second, the second one for you. I-, I would say it's like the her holding the box and just being like, "Where do you want it?" I've seen that visual. Yeah, you're, a whole bunch. You're right. In I the, have seen that. Not like, as much as the other two. There's for that sure. like moment where she's like in. I want to say like an elevator and she like takes her jacket off and then she like straps up with like multiple oh, guns yeah. on her. And that like that shot iconic. of like her with like it slung over oh, her shoulder yeah. and like what she's wearing. What I feel like bitch. that's like she a is, very iconic truly. thing from the second one as well. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And then the first one is obviously the chest burster. Right. That's a the big, first yeah. instance of chest bursters. Mm-hmm. And like just certain of the alien poses like where they find the alien in the right. ship, I think like when, once it's oh, like one full other thing that I read about the first one was that they intentionally tried to mostly shoot like profile stuff because if you saw it like the alien like head on you could kind of tell there was like a person in a costume for some of the stuff oh interesting so like trying to shoot it in profile to make it look like less more human yeah unusual Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a big thing with like oh yeah go ahead no I was just gonna say because I feel like they do show more straight on shots in the third one Mm mm-hmm and I, I could tell that it was more a human. You could, yeah. There was like one part where it like climbs through like an opening and I was like, you can tell that You're that's like, just that, a human in a suit right there. That was right a there. human in a suit. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. That they did that. That's interesting. Yeah, just trying to like obscure it a little bit more. I hadn't more. thought about like that being the cause of what made it look that way though. I feel like that's kind of a thing with a lot of like older horror stuff is that it is more about the suspense of what you don't see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, I feel like the more modern stuff gets, the more it's, like, about showing the most horrific things. Damn. 
does this movie pass the Bechdel test? And probably not. I don't know how I don't it could. Think so. I don't know how it possibly <laughs> could. I don't think there's a second named female. Um, I mean, yeah. Oh, did we didn't even did you even talk about like how she like insists on an autopsy on Newt? Oh I yeah, did. you did yeah, talk did. about that, damn. Um well, all right. Yeah, I don't think there's no another name. Tess. Russo. No Russo test. Not, not really. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Although... Which was kind of surprising, like, all those dudes together. Although, I, I was going to say, the one dude did mention... <laughs> like, like, the, the he, women like, he, was the exception. He took the, a vow of celibacy, and that includes women. Right. Which... To me, it signifies, that like... it also includes that, men. That the first that thought is men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I and mean, he was like, yeah. but how important was that character? He was one of the last people. That, was he? Yeah, yeah. He was like the shitty dude. He was like the shitty dude who like he was, was constantly like. Th- like wasn't he like the last the one with her? Alive? I think so, I feel like yeah. it's kind of the um, Dunkirk effect a little bit in this one because oh, yeah. everybody's head tennis shaves. <laughs> yeah, it's like that, like. That classic, like, dystopian future prisoner. Like, yeah. brown, gray. Uh-huh. Everybody's head is shaved. <laughs> mm-hmm. They've they're, all got they're tattoos all dirty for everywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so it, uh, it's kind of hard to remember who's who. No, for sure. Yeah, he he is the, the last person that, like, gets shot in the leg on the thing with her okay. at the end. Yeah. Um, um. So, okay, so not, probably not. Unclear. Unclear, but probably not. Yeah. Um, Makamori? I don't think so. Not really. really. I mean, kind of the same thing we've talked about in like the previous alien things where, I mean, but I don't know. She doesn't really have like an arc that has to do with anything besides just like dealing with this. The alien. Alien. I feel like her. It's real depressing, this one. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ripley dies at the end. There's a lot of hate for this movie. Is like, there? Like when it came out and also just like in general. Damn. Damn. Um, of people just like. I think, though, like, my feeling about it is just, like, I think there's a difference between, like, a badly made movie and a movie that you just, like, didn't like the plot of. Yeah. Like, I get that, like, it's making a lot of, like, unpopular choices. Like, it opens and, like, kills, like, the whole second movie she's trying to protect. Yeah. Like, Newt and trying to... Hicks. And Hicks. And Hicks and and save herself and, like, they're just gone. Yeah. And then at the end of this one, she dies. So it's just like, wow, she just, like, went through hell and then died. And it wasn't even worth it. (laughs) Yeah. But that's kind of life sometimes, right? It is. Like, you don't always get... You don't get to just, like, make... But all I'm saying is I can see why people would hate it. For sure. Do you like this movie? I thought it was very interesting. I don't. I didn't. I it didn't feel like a one that I would want to rewatch much. Like right. it didn't. It wasn't like fun by any means. No, no it wasn't fun. Um, but it was but still I, good. I thought it was still interesting, and I felt like they were once again still taking swings with the series and yeah, like and what could happen in an alien yeah. movie. Yeah. I don't know. I think I agree with that. Like, I think of the these first three movies, it's probably, like, my least favorite of the three, but I don't think it's, like, a terrible movie. No, not by any means. Yeah, um, We've definitely watched worse movies. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, no, if I had to watch it again, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. Um, it just isn't the alien movie I would choose to watch. Yeah, the other, like, the first two are a lot more either fun or interesting I would say yeah um but I don't even know like I yeah I really do like the aesthetic of this one a lot yeah yeah just the whole vibe of it I think it's really interesting I don't know damn 
Damn. That's a movie. You guys got anything else to say about this movie? I don't think so. No. Should we hmm. turn the water back on for Danny because she's asking for it? Is she? Yeah. She was she was just messing with the water thing and now she's That's uh, hilarious. Danny, there's still water in there, isn't there? No, if it's not flowing, it doesn't sit at the top. Oh, okay. That makes sense that you'd be thirsty then. Cause that's been off for a few hours. She's thirsty. Same. Same. I'm gonna go make some mac and cheese. Bye. That's a good idea. I think I'm gonna make a waffle. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Just some garbage food. Yeah, that sounds great. Space right? food, future food. Ooh, freeze dried food. Rations. Wait, should we? Do we need to do a thing? Do we need oh, to yeah. recast a movie or? How would you make this movie better? Oh shit. I mean, I don't really think it's that bad of a movie, so no, that's, like, hard to say. Do you have thing, an idea? Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I, which I think I've brought up before, is just, like, take out all the hullabaloo of people not believing Ripley. Yeah. This is the third movie. Yeah. We've already done this. Yeah. I know, I know how this plays out. Yeah. Yeah, it'd just Get be more fun if, it, if, like, there'd be more new plot. If, yeah. If, if we didn't if we just could, have to be, like... Whoa, what are you talking about? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Acid for blood. And it like, takes a while for them to believe that. It takes almost the entire fucking time. She's also pretty hesitant to like tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah, which makes sense. After which is how fair. She, oh, how can we just talk about real quick? Uh, when she like first kind of wakes up, she has uh, like her eye is bloodshot. Oh she God. has like a contact yeah. in it. It's like, it. It's, like bulging. Up. It is fucked and she should be wearing an eye patch. For sure. <laughs> it doesn't look like it's ready to be out in the open. Oh my it's God. It's not ready it, for camera. No, not at all. But it is ready for camera. But it is camera ready. Um, Damn, that, that was like an intense way to show that she was like she'd been through something. Fucked up to the crash, yeah. Yeah, totally. I thought it like looked really interesting though. Me it looked like, good, yeah. Yeah. Whatever contact there thing was, they were using. It, it made looked, it look like her eyeball itself was like bulging. It also yeah. it made it look like the way like the light hit it, sometimes it made it look like her pupil was so dilated. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it just so, like, like overall felt like murky. Like yeah. even like the yeah. white parts of it. Yeah. I wonder what kind of like like for as an actor, like what kind of like long term Effects like how long does it take for the red to fade? Because that's probably just like you put like a little dropper or something. Oh, it, like if we're talking like eye blood, yeah, um, that goes away in like five to ten blinks. Oh fuck. Okay. I feel like it was probably built into the contact. I was gonna say. I, I think itself. it. I think it is. Like, it's like a sclera lens. I see. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, because like long term eye blood is not good, and then it's like because it. It comes out and like drops down like tears. It then ruins the rest of the makeup, the makeup or anything. And it's, it's yeah. hard to like reset and look exactly the same every time. Okay. Um, so I think I think it would be more practical to have it be like a lens. Well, but then also then you're like as an actor, you're wearing that for how long and how much is that bugging your eye? Oh, and yeah. Like, and scleras are rough because, like, the, the ones that cover the entire... Yeah. Well, a lot of people have a really hard time with just contacts just in general. Just regular contacts, yeah. And then um, it's, like, it's only one eye, so, like, what's that, like... Yeah. The headache for that. Yeah. Ugh. I wonder if uh, you, like, request a specific eye. Like, if you have a good eye, you're, like, do it in the other one. Yeah. Um, or I wonder if, like, maybe she had, like... <laughs> 
you know, people bust blood vessels in their eyes all the time. Mm. Maybe she just had something happen to her and, and they were just like, now this is the perfect time. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like that so seems less, way less likely because <laughs> how often does that really happen? No, not very often, but like when it does happen, it looks fucking bad. No, totally. This didn't really look so real. Like it did right. look more like what you're talking about, like a, like a lens. Yeah. yeah. Um, it but just, it was just like, it looked fucking rough. It looked... It looked like it hurt. It did. Yeah. It did look like it hurt. Um, and in that way, it looked really good. Yeah. Dang. Is there anything you would change to make this a better movie? I don't know. Like, I f- there was less, like, um, character stuff that I, like, enjoyed, like, in this one compared to the second one and right. the first one. Like, I kind of wish, like, there was characters you could grab onto more and like have more fun it just like felt very like depressing this movie Mm. and i i don't know like the first one in regard to like the character interactions and like the crew felt more like neutral and the second one felt more like overtly positive like they were more like there were jokes and characters who were like kind of like more out there. Yeah. And you had like these kind of ups and downs and then finding new was the whole thing. Right. And I just felt like it was, this one was sort of lacking in that. It's like you had the priest, you had the doctor, like there weren't not. like who else do you care about? Yeah. There weren't, there wasn't that much to grab onto. Yeah. Yeah. And then with like the doctor, it was like he got obliterated like. So quick. Mm-hmm. And you didn't really get a chance, which like I kind of did like that it was like this very sudden thing where like in a real attack, it's like you don't just like happen to hold on to the ones you care the most yeah. just because yeah, you like want sometimes that for the story shit happens. So that was fine, I guess. But I just wanted more character stuff, I guess. Yeah, and, like maybe something. I was convinced that Game of Thrones was a robot. I was too. He was acting real weird. He was yeah. kind of acting like, but he was not those full of robots. milk. He wasn't, but maybe he's a more advanced robot. Mm. How many years had this one been? What year is this? I don't know. 92? They don't say, oh, but no. there was like that song. Yeah. Where in they mentioned 7510. 7510. So I don't know if that's any indication of anywhere close or to this. Or if he's just insane and he's making Yeah. It a song. Or if it's just like, it's just a song. It's a song. Yeah. Yeah. Here comes Danny. Hi, Danny. Danny, are you thirsty? Me too. Yeah. Well, damn, damn, that'd be some improvements. These are some all right movies, though. I say go watch them. Yeah. If you haven't seen them. Yeah. Do it. Bye. Bye. Blood Sisters is produced by Amy Holston, Erica Holston, and Jolene Hosa. You can hear all of our episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what we're doing, leave us a review. Connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast and on Twitter at DrunkenScared. Or you can email us at bloodsistersmedia at gmail.com. Was that a podcast? Barely. Was any of this a podcast? I'm not certain. Uh, bye.